the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. song. <laughs> Welcome to I knew that movie. You watching a lot of Bond movies at home? No, I have not. your conversation with President Xi, wondering if you received an intelligence report that talked about the discrepancy in the numbers and if you addressed that with We have not received that, but the numbers seem to be a little bit on the light side, and I'm being nice when I say that relative to what we witnessed and what was reported. But we discussed that with him, not so much the numbers as what they did and how they're doing. And we're in constant communication with, uh, I mean, I would say the biggest communication is myself and President Xi. The relationship's very good. We have, look, they're spending, they will be spending when things even out. This is obviously a little bit of a hurdle, what's I, happened. The tariffs have to come off. The, China's not going to uh, do it, Kerry. They'll be spending $250 billion buying our product, $50 billion to the farmers alone. $200 billion to other things. They never did that before. So we have a great trade deal, and uh, we'd like to keep it. They'd like to keep it, and the relationship is good. As to whether or not their numbers are accurate, uh, I'm not an accountant from China. That must, be the, that must be the best line I've ever heard Trump say. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not an I don't know. From He's got China. some good ones. You know, I mean, I, do you believe any of them, Carrie? Welcome, everyone. Listen to Financial Food for Thought. This is Mark Donnelly, and we got Carrie Waddell. And welcome to what week is this in the shutdown? Is this Carrie? Oh, I don't even know. And you know, <laughs> it feels like forever. And it's not over, right? Um, uh. it, it's you know they, they say it's been extended now through May first, right? Uh, Dewine also saying that, and yet. You know, you see articles or, or, you know, headlines, you know, where Cleveland Clinic CEO is saying Ohio's not going to reach their peak to mid-May or mid-June. So does anyone really believe that the lockdown's going to be lifted on May 1st? 
I think we're hopeful because I, I don't know. I just, you know, I don't so, know if we can stand it much longer. Well, you know, so the, so the point, uh, you know, is, you know, what can you do? I mean, you know, again, we all know the, uh, you know, the the recommendations, you know, stay home, stay alive. Right. Um, you know, we've heard from our Congress people, you know, all hands on deck. Um, we, 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 you know, the, whatever it takes, think big and then go bigger. Um, you know, let's, you know, we're going to all work, you know, they're, they're saying how they're, they're treating this as a war, a war, like a world war three, but it's with a virus, you know, and, and it's global and, you know, and I don't sure, um, you know, if our Congress people are really acting in a bipartisan way to uh, do they really believe that? Do they care about any Americans? Not really. I Uh, think they care about, oh, is it an excuse to add my agenda or my pet project into another bill? Whatever it takes to get elected in in November. Right. Um, You know, you've got. So this is um, now, you know, again, this show is being recorded on Friday, you know, April 3rd. Uh, in the morning, Are you um, clarifying that because things change by the minute. You you got it. <laughs> um, and but you know I'm also saying that because this was supposedly going to be um, a small business Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, where um, you know we all the small businesses and you know that's thirty million strong. Uh, it's not a small group. You know it's it's middle America. You know it's they employ a lot of middle America. Employs a lot of you, your neighbors, and your your uh, you know your relatives. Um, and you know then we're hearing in the midnight hour that the, you know not ev- not everyone is on the same page. Not the small business administration. Not the Treasury Department, not the uh, big banks. All right, um, and you know, the, and are they? Was it ready to go? You know, I, I, as of this, you know, I know at nine a.m. I saw one blurb that you know Bank of America says their portal's open. Carrie, I know that's the only one that I know of because I checked a lot of the local ones. And they were they put statements out saying they were acting quickly to operationalize. They were waiting for more direction from the Small Business Administration on how to do this. They're going to have online applications because they obviously don't want people coming in the bank. There are checklists of requirements that you need. There is the Small Business Administration has a sample right. application. So, form. Carrie, I'm going to have you talk about that okay. in a little bit, right? Um, so, and the other, you know, is Carrie, have you gotten that stimulus check yet? No, 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 no. Um, so, you know, April first has come and gone. You know, bills are due now. Rents are due now. Mortgages are due now. Right. And guess what? Nobody has any money. No surprise. And, you know, the, the and, and on this show, I was saying long ago, it's not only the health risk that the COVID-19 is is out there. It's the economic risk. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, now, you know, you'll hear a lot of uh, investment advisors, you know, say that this is the stock buying opportunity of a lifetime. All right. And that is very true, especially if you are a multimillionaire and you've got everything else. You know, your job is secure. Um, You've got your cash reserve set up. Um, You don't have any, you know, you've got good health care coverage and you're as healthy. 
All right. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it could be. But that, I don't know if everyone in America is in those shoes. So just to, if, if that's the response, oh, don't worry, this is the stock buying opportunity of a lifetime, I, I don't know if that's good enough. Um, now, um, I could talk, you know, we could talk about lots of opportunities. Um, you, you know, with, you know, this, this could be a good opportunity for Roth IRA conversions, you know, you know, if you're, oh, yeah. you know, because your stock prices are lower, you can convert over to Roth IRA. Um, and then, you know, the regrowth with that, if you believe that, you know, when the market recovers, you know, the regrowth will all come back tax free. All right. Um, you could keep it in the same positions, you know, just move your shares over. Or theoretically, you know, get that to the same uh, ends um, of, of that. Um, now, an additional opportunity could be the fact that we all know now because of the CARES Act, um, the 2020 required minimum distributions have been suspended, meaning we don't have to make 2020 RMDs. That's true whether it's your own a tax qualified plan. It's true if you inherited an IRA or tax qualified plan. Um, you know, you don't have to do your required minimum distribution. Now, one of the rules that we've always talked about with Roth conversions is the idea that um, that you that you have to uh, you're not allowed by law to convert over your RMD to Roth. Because a lot of people thought that would be a great idea. Hey, I don't, I don't need my RMD. You know, I'm saying when the good times get, I don't need my RMD, and I don't want to take it out. Um, the government's making me with an RMD, so I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna convert it over to Roth IRA. Well, no, you're not, because the law doesn't allow that. But now we have a year where there are no required minimum distributions. So again, does that open the door that you may be able to do, convert from dollar one? Okay. Um, also, by the way, um, now again, a lot of you out there are, even though you don't, you're not required to take out your required minimum, you're going to because you need it for cash flow. Right. But you don't have to take the full <laughs> minimum required at that point. And a lot of people don't know that. I know some of our clients message this week or called the office not sure about is that true is it true for inherited iras we got calls and some people had well i had my rmd set up systematically maybe well maybe you want to call the company if you don't need it for cash flow and suspend that to rethink right and we're also waiting for clarification um on whether the care act cares act um allows for retroactive in other words if you're if you had already started or taken out your entire required minimum distribution can you put it back in um you know going back to the right. first of the year so you know we're waiting for clarification on that um so you know keep your ears and eyes open but um so the other thing that theoretically is that if you do take out, even though you're not required to take money, and be and, and so this is a confusing year, Karen. Right. Well, sorry. We this, you know, remember I mean, we were going to focus classes on the new Secure Act, right? Which which put you know which again extended the RMD till age seventy two for a lot of listeners. You know, anyone who d- didn't attain age seventy and a half before January first, their new RMD date was extended to age seventy two, anyways. But the point is. 
um, you know, if, if you if you're not required to take money out, but you want to, you know, look for opportunities um, where it makes sense, you know, or either one that you need it for cash flow, and that's what it's there for, by the way, right. um, or two, you're looking at maybe, you know, you know, executing a Roth conversion. You know, theoretically, if you do move money out of your IRA this year, it theoretically lowers the future required minimum distributions, uh, which will protect you from those trapping you in the future. So, you know, that that's that that's that concept. So, yeah, we can talk about opportunities, but also what I think, you know, before, you know, you start talking about that, you know, are you know, is there still a question of are you going to be OK? Are you going to be able to survive this economic downturn? You know, the recession is here. Right. And I think even people say, OK, I'm going to survive, but I don't know what the cost is going to be. I don't know how I'm going to be affected. What? How do I adjust? And I think that's where we can come in and say, what steps, what can you do about your financial situation? How do you adjust? Because maybe people say, I don't, how many people call, I know I've talked to you even this way, I don't know what to do. Or I talked right. to- uh, It's a paralyzing fear. Right. And so you have to remain active. Right. Doing nothing isn't going to change your situation. No. I can tell you, I had somebody who I talked to this week. Um, she's in her early 50s. She still wants to retire early. She goes, I know I might have to adjust what my retirement may look like, but I want to know how. Right. I want to, try, Steve, you know, keep my eye on the goal. Right. And, you know, so remaining active in your financial planning uh, prevents you from making knee jerk reactions, um, also making the wrong. You know, in other words, if you're making short term decisions without any way of identifying the long term effect, you know, you know, and, and, and we can we can learn from the uh, the medical experts now care. You know, we, we're learning a lot about the medical modeling of the coronavirus. Right. right. You know, you know, you know. You know, you know, and and they're doing the same thing that we've been talking about to our clients for years. You can build more than one financial planning model. Right. You have, have your worst plan case. A, you have right. your worst. And the same thing what they're doing with, the, you know, the worst case scenario is that, you know, two million Americans are going to die with the coronavirus. Right. You know, the, the, the most likely case scenario or plan A is that 100 to 200,000 are going to die. Now, that's a big difference. And, right. I'm, I'm, and, and, and while I'm illustrating is that that's kind of the same approach that you can build financial models. In other words, we talked a lot about this uh, plan, building a plan R on this program, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you doubt that, just go back and listen to our podcast, you know, um, and, you know, the plan R, you know, standing for a recession, you know, building a recession plan. But now the, you're saying well, that may not be the worst case scenario now, Mark. You know, what if it is a, a plan D for depression? Okay, what if this is going to go, you know, we're not going to have a V-shaped recovery. I don't know how many people think we're still going to have a V-shaped recovery, but is it a U-shaped recovery? Is it an L-shaped recovery? It's a narrow U-shape. Is it an L-shaped, Gary? No. In other words, but, you know, maybe I'll try to make the case that maybe just for fun, you might want to start a plan. Let's call it a CVD plan, a coronavirus depression plan. Um, and, and, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. If, how would you do that? Or perhaps why you should be looking at doing that other than to say, you know, oh, it, it's the stock buying opportunity of a lifetime. 
No, there are plenty of opportunities in this situation. And uh, you're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We are here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM between 9 and 10. We're here to give you helpful information about issues that can impact your financial life. And certainly there are plenty of those out there today, whether you're working and working from home most likely, or you're already in retirement and worried about the long-term impact of all these things going on and understanding all these new laws that are being passed, these acts and how they impact you and what you can do in your own situation to be proactive, to protect your long-term financial stability. We are sponsored by the estate planning team. The estate planning team is a registered Ohio registered fiduciary fee-based planning firm. Mark, just talk about the modeling. What we do is build financial plans, custom financial plans based on your situation, your opportunities, your potential problems and what you're trying to accomplish in the long run and your individual tax picture. And we're not investment advisors. Our clients either do that themselves or they work closely with their existing investment advisor. Um, We do offer a free no obligation consultation. We've been we're doing consultations by phone. Um, We're working hard to try to uh, offer different opportunities for the consultation. I've been trying to either email or mail people reports ahead of time to discuss for that consultation. Um, I've had people calling during the week to just talk generally about what they can do, whether and we've I've talked to people that are working and people in retirement. Um, The estate planning team has been around the greater Cleveland area more than 35 years. Um, We're accredited and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau. We're super service award winners. Um, Just want to remind you, you can take advantage of the consultation. We're here to help. We've been there through good times and bad before. Um, And also, if you sign up on the website at financialfoodforthought.com, you can contact us through the website about our newsletter. Um, I actually just blasted out the summary of the CARES Act for people. It was a nice short two-page summary. So sign up as we get information. I've been sending out a couple of different pieces every week. Um, You can also listen to future radio shows and podcasts because we've been trying to really talk about planning strategies and things you can do. Um, You can call us. We'll get back to you on Monday morning at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. And I know, Mark, you're going to get started, but when I talked about opportunities, I talked to a couple this week that they were turning 70 and a half this year. Well, now that got changed with the Secure Act to 72. Right. So now they had this little window. The husband retired. Wife was already retired. Husband retired in December. Right. So they were thinking they had to take minimum required distributions and they're at a fairly low tax bracket. Um, And talking to them now that they don't have to take the minimum, they can take money out of the IRA. Thankfully, they have a pension and Social Security. Um, so as far as their cash flow is okay, and they build up a cash reserve because they didn't believe the bull market would last forever. So for them, it was eye-opening that they have this window. They can pull money out of their IRA, and we're looking at it and talking to them and max out maybe one of those lower brackets. Or they're in the camp that they think tax rates are really going to go up in the future. We all, I think we all believe that tax rates are going to go up in the future. Um, but they really think that they're going to skyrocket. So, you know, this is a huge window of opportunity for them. And even in, even without the suspension of the RMD, actually uh, this year, next year, and the following year, there was that window to take money out tax-free. So it's a huge opportunity for take dollars out of their IRA at a very low and company plan at a lower tax bracket. So if tax rates go up, they're creating that pot of money in the Roth so there are plenty of opportunities, and I think even in when you are paralyzed by not knowing what to do, what we bring it down to the objective, unbiased analysis. So again, take advantage of the free consultation at 
239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right, listen to Mark Donnelly and Carrie Waddell, and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. And the estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 35 years. And, you know, over those 35 years, Carrie, I never proclaimed to be a, you know, accountant from China. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, I don't know how much bat soup it takes to crash the world's greatest economy ever. Mm. Right. But it's happened. All right. Um, now, nobody knows how long it's going to last. All right. Because and nobody knows the human behavior of, of something like this, where you shut down overnight the economy mm-hmm. and tell everybody in America to stay home if you want to stay alive. Um, and then and they keep extending the period that we need to stay home. You know, it was, you know, it's no longer, you know, 15 days. It's no longer 30 days or 60 days. It's now, is it 90 days? Is it 180 days? And the reason is because they don't know. We don't have a vaccine yet. We don't have uh, the treatment yet. Although we have very, a lot of positive treatments that are being effective. We just don't have clinical trials, but I know doctors. So there are some positive news and there's a lot of vaccines in different clinical trials. I think we're close, but the problem is, we don't know when. Okay. What we do know is that jobless claims are staggering. In 14 days, the 10 million Americans filed for unemployment. 10 million in 14 days. We've never seen numbers like this. Um, you know, I mean, Carrie, that's the equivalent uh, on a scale ratio. It's just like Florida. It's just like saying that every single person who had a job in Florida uh, 14 days ago is now unemployed. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no idea the economic behavioral effects that's going to have. How much consumer confidence has been weakened? Oh, uh, a um, lot. I mean, you shut down, effectively shut down quite a few, you know, a good portion of businesses in this country. Volatility in the markets, talking about the stock market. Are you kidding me? You want to you talk about March, Carrie? We had 22 trading days in March. Okay. Mm-hmm. 18 of which... The S&P 500 had a 2% movement in, in one day, you know, up or down between, you know, open and close. 18 okay. of 22. Okay. 13 of those carry, 13 of the 18 were parabolic, meaning greater than a 4% movement. All right. If you took the average daily uh, movement in the S&P 500 over March, it was 5%. Now, it, now it, it, you know, of those 18 days, okay, eight were up and 10 were down. Okay. okay. Of the 13 parabolic, you know, seven were up, six were down. See, it, 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 now you're going to tell me you can time the market? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, so, you know, I, you know, um, all right. Um, now, um, so the jobs report, well, who cares about the jobs report? Well, it was worse than what people thought, you know, 700,000 non-farm job payrolls lost. The, the, the staggering part about that is that that doesn't even include the, the shutdown. That's right before the shutdown. What's that number going to be next month in the tens of millions? Um, it, you know, it, 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 uh, all right. Um, you know, so. Um, what are the reasons why, you know, you know, so why I'm saying you might just for fun want to build another worst case model. All right. Um, to see, you know, and again, where you're saying, well, maybe this is not going to be a V shaped recovery. 
Uh, maybe it's going to be a little bit longer than what I was first thinking. Um, maybe I have to build in some spending that I'm going to have to do to help my adult child who's going to be unemployed. Or help myself. What are you talking about? Maybe I need to help myself first. Well, okay. Or an elder parent. I don't know. Um, all right. Um, that's why we got the all in the family plan special going, right? Which, you know, what we're trying to do our share is say, yeah, this is a time that I think that families need to, are going to need to nest together. Um, to get Although through that's this. not that you're supposed to stay away from each other. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me started, Carrie. You know, I'm living that. Right. Oh, hustle. yeah. Um, you know, so the, the idea is um, the all in the family special is that it's saying, OK, we will build up to three financial planning models for the price of one. In other words, so if you, you, you yeah, you're you come first. You got to take care of yourself. So obviously we're building yours. Um, but let's say you're now under your umbrella, you're worried about an elder parent. You're not sure if they're going to get the stimulus check. You're not sure if, if they, you know, what, ta- what what the CARES Act has for them. You're not sure if they're going to run out of money now if we have an extended recession, um, you know, or an adult child, a boomerang child. Maybe, you know, maybe you were thinking that your college graduate this graduate this year was going to graduate and be in and fly the nest. I'm not so sure that's happening right now. You know, I'm not sure what the job market's going to be in May or June. Um, you know, so, you know, so the idea is, um, so maybe we have to look beyond our own cash flow for the next 12 months and also kind of say, Hey, you know, so that's, you know, so if you're interested in that, you know, they can call Carrie and, and you'll <clears throat> help them with that. Right. But we um, also have other, like for people who want how a little bit of help, um, even though we're fee based, which means we have flexibility, we have retainer fees and we have hourly um, fee options for people who want help during this time. Um, now, so what are other you know reasons perhaps why we could have a longer recession? Well, the Federal Reserve just went to zero quickly after it took them 10 years from the Great Recession. To get back I don't up think to that a, a normal anything. interest rate, it took them ten minutes to go back to zero. But it didn't. What did that do? Nothing. Um, you know. Um, well, the, we don't know. But I mean, my point is, if you thought CD rates were going to be back up to one two percent, good luck. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know how. I mean, can they do it again? I mean, they had successfully landed. You know, the soft landing. You know, um, where they got the interest rates up, they didn't cause mass inflation, you know, you know, and now and then that was torn down overnight. Um, You know, you know, how long is it going to take them to do it again? Um, You know, QE forever. Um, I okay. Um, You know, we can look at the GDP projections, right? Um, You know, Goldman Sachs is saying, you know, it's not pretty. You know, we could have double-digit, you know, negative GDP, um, you know, and we don't know how quickly that's going to go. How about the retail collapse, Gary? One in four Americans were employed by retail. Well, that's what I said. I don't think those unemployment rates are, I mean, they're shocking, but they're not based on, I mean, you think about any personal service, salons, you know, people getting haircuts. I mean, I, yeah, that's the only good. That's one of the good <laughs> brights. I get to grow my hair down to my shoulders again. Yeah. It's been a while since I had that that, that long. Right. I'm just thinking. Yeah, uh, like I guess uh, I'll have to learn how to cut my boy's hair. Um, you, you know, so yeah, because they're not used to having hair down to their shoulders, no, are they? No. See, I not am, in my I'm, house. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm the I'm the, you know the freshman baby boomer. We still grew our hair down to our shoulders, Gary. Um, you know, I you know. 
So, you know, we don't know how that's going to affect. Um, you know, consumer confidence is a big part of that, right? Um, it's a global problem. You know, it, 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 you know, it's not only the U.S. I mean, of course, when the U.S. goes under, so does the rest of the world. But, you know, it, you know, it, it, that's, you know, so it's, 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 it's the U.S. can't solve the global epidemic on their own. You know, they're, they're going to need to work with the, you know, global central banks. Everyone's going to have to get on the same page. We could talk about the oil crisis, you know, um, and what the long-term effects of that, you know, you know uh, what's going on there. Um, how about the pension plan stress? Okay. Um, you don't think this affects your pension plan? Um, it, you know, we, you know, you've got to, you know, they're um, – you know, they're, they're, you know, those pension plans are based on, you know, assumptions about what type of income or what type of rate of return, I should say, they're going to get on the investments. Um, you know, we already had a public pension problem before the CV, uh, you know, uh, epidemic, right? Um, it's a ticking time bomb, right? You know, um, you know, it's it's and it's that double hit, Carrie. It's not only the pensions have taken the huge hits in their investment portfolios, right? It's the you know the lockdown. You know, it's 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 got this in, in, entire job loss, and you know the the, the business closures. Um, you know, that's wiping out the state and local uh, revenues, Carrie. Mm-hmm. I mean, tax dollars. Okay, Um, people aren't going to be paying sales tax. They're not going to be paying their property tax. Um, And don't we need tax dollars to cover? I mean, um, you know, the um, you know, uh, Moody's investors estimated that, uh, you know, state and local pension funds had lost one trillion dollars in the market sell off. Hmm. Okay. Um, Yeah. Um, What else do we say here? Um, You know, pension plans. You know, they're they're not they haven't been reducing their risk allocations. You know, you know, this was this was the same issue that happened in the Great Recession. Right. Um, you know that. Uh, but, in, in you know, in 2001, Carrie. OK, um, the, the portfolios were about a 60, 40 portfolio. OK, our famous 60, 40 in 2010. After the Great Recession, they got, you know, they're up to close to 70 percent in equities in 2018. It was up to 74 percent inequities. You see the problem. All right. Um, you know, um, now, um, California, who's got the huge, you know, CalPERS, you know, um, that its value of the pension fund has fallen by some 69 billion in mid-February. Hmm. Um, about a 70% decrease. Hmm. Um, also, you know, other states that are reporting major declines in their pension fund balances, Illinois, Kentucky, New Jersey, Connecticut, Colorado, and many others. Um, we're not even talking about the countries and cities. Um, you, you know, now what, what's the solution, Carrie, to a, you know, a, a city or state that uh, is running low on the pension funds, by the way? I don't know. Taxes? Tax. Taxes? That's the solution. I was going to say politics. I was thinking about, Mark, cutting pensions, but that doesn't go you me- well, well with You mentioned about, you know, where people think the taxes are going up. Right. Um, Illinois, you know, they got a little bit of a, 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 an expensive police and fire funds in Chicago, by the way. All right. Um, they've doubled the gas tax. They've tripled the real estate transfer tax. Um, they raise the tobacco tax, the vaping tax, electricity, and the dry cleaning fluid. Okay. Um, they made marijuana legal so they could tax it, right? Um, they made uh, gambling legal so they could tax it. Um, tags, you know, new tags for the cars, they all went up, you know, um, tremendously. 
Um, Chicago specifically, um, they raised their parking meter rates. Um, you know, not a whole lot of park, right. free parking in Chicago, right? Um, by the way, the streets that didn't have meters, right? Guess now what? Now have meters. You think? Um, okay. Um, and if you if you don't own a car because you don't know you're, you're not going to pay those silly parking right. meter fees, you know, so you're taking Uber everywhere. Do you think the you're, Uber tax? Oh, you think? <laughs> um, well, those Uber know, drivers are getting and, hit and with adi- the gas tax. An additional three dollar fee on the ride sharing services. Um, you know, Peoria recently added a yearly property fee, Carrie. They didn't call it a tax. Right. Now, you know why they didn't call it a tax? Because they'd have to vote on it? No, because then all the <laughs> tax-exempt ent- entities wouldn't have to pay it. So now by calling a property fee, all the churches, right. all the nonprofits. Oh, so it was a way to, to get around it. See, I just figured, yeah, because cutting pensions aren't a popular political move, but that's... How about dividends? You know, are you relying on your dividends? Um, You think they're not going to be cut? Um, Oh, yeah, they have to be. How could they not be? All right. Um, You know, so, um, you know, after we just got, you know, after, you know, Trump's Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which um, lowered corporate taxes to the point that dividends were going up, and then we all got used to those nice dividends, they're going to be gone. Um... You know, the disappearing dividends. Um, What are they saying here? Goldman Sachs estimate the S&P 500 dividend decline by 25% this year. Hmm. Um, And over the next nine months, Carrie, that's really about a 38% decline. Um, You say, well, Mark, don't worry because uh, my dividends are coming from my uh, international stocks. Hmm. Citigroup uh, says that Europe will drop their dividends by 50%. All right. Let's see. Um, why? Why are companies dropping their dividends, Carrie? Well, um, it's a cash flow issue. Um, I was really. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, as their revenues go down, as their sales go down, um, you, you know, and you know, and and a lot of times, what Carrie, what companies would do, they would even go to the point that if they were holding any of their own stock, they would sell their own stock to raise cash to pay dividends to the other stockholders. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't want to sell their own stocks when they're down because they're following the golden rule. You don't sell low. Right. Including your own stock. Uh, right. So, um, so they don't want to do that. So their other alternative is to go out and borrow the money, finance the, the, the cash flow. In other words, borrow money to pay dividends. So, so your stock price doesn't fall because your, your shareholders start selling your stock because you cut the dividends. Well, you know, the problem is that that's kind of like a catch-22 um, because if a company, um, you know, now has to go out and try to borrow funds um, because they've run out of cash flow, you know, now the rating agencies are saying, mm, maybe this company wasn't as strong as we thought, so actually we're going to reduce their rating and if we reduce their rating so they're no longer investment grade, now all the 401k companies that held that company stock have to get rid of it. Um, now it's going to make it much more expensive for that company to borrow because they don't have the top rating. Um, how about your um, how about your 401k plans, Gary? And I'm not talking about. Um, you know, the the market decline in your 401ks. I'm talking about um, are the companies going to still contribute to your 401ks? 
Oh, we I, didn't see that happen before. Where you mean the company match? And match. But I'm, I'm talking so, about both. I was yeah. going to say, I remember when matches went away, where almost the time we've been around long enough where people used to get a match, it was unheard of that people not got a match. And then with 2008, if you got a match, it was like, wow, there's your company still? You think that's not happening again? I would think so. Okay. So, you know, that, cause that's the other way that, you know, cash strap companies are can save cash flow because what they want to do is not lay you off. Um, so if it comes down to be t- either p- paying your health insurance or your, you know, your health care benefits or laying you off or cutting out the company plan contributions or cutting out the match, which you think comes first. Now, um, you know, so those are just some of the reasons why I'm saying that just perhaps this may be a longer recession than what we were first thinking. Right. Now, depression, all right, that's a term we haven't used since 1929. Yeah. So we don't even know. There's no textbook definition of what a depression is. Okay, other than the what everyone seems to agree on, it's a long recession. Right. Now, that we got on the, the remember there was some discussion about that back in 2008. Right. You know, was that a depression and what did they do? They went midway. They called it the great recession. But I think yeah, and this I think it's too early to tell what this is cuz nobody knows where we're headed. And I agree with you, Carrie, but is it too early to plan? Oh, no, I'm thinking regardless, even if it's a recession um, and certainly the losses or knowing your cash flow or what opportunities instead of people being just worried and concerned, which I know there are people out there and not say, I'm not going to do anything. It's going to be bad. I'm not going to do anything about it. Well, certainly we'll get through it. We'll get past it. And what are you going to do about your individual situation And that's where we can help. And we've been doing these modeling in um, and helping people know what steps they can take. What can you do about your financial situation now, again, to protect that long-term financial stability? And we still are doing free, no obligation, no pressure consultations by phone. And you can call the office. Um, You can also send it. We can do things through email, mail. That's the beauty of the Internet now. Um, Or we can still do things mail. We have Federal Expresses that we're sending information to clients as well. Remember, we are a fee-based registered fiduciary planning firm. And we've been around more than 35 years. Um, Like our plans are customized our fees. We have hourly options for people maybe want to help just through this difficult time. And other people, we have comprehensive retainer fees as well. So take advantage of the free consultation. Can't hurt anything. Just just take uh, some time to talk to us by phone. You can call the estate planning team. Leave a message. We will get back to you on Monday morning. That's 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. You can sign up for the newsletter. I always have specials going there. Um, I don't have classes, but you can also listen to different shows and different previous podcasts. And that's financialfoodforthought.com. You know, I could go on and I could spend an hour, 10 hours talking about the risks that are out there that nobody really knows what happens when you shut down the world's greatest economy overnight. Um, there's worrisome signs right now, Carrie, from our farms. Mm-hmm. All right, because the farmers we have need a, the farmers, and and there's and Mother Nature only has a small window 
to pick the crops. We need the farmers. And if yeah, mother, you can't tell. Um, uh, yeah, our and, weather. And, and Carrie, off. by the way, looking at the calendar, are we kind of getting to that season? Absolutely. And I was thinking this weekend doing yard work because it's supposed to be nice and just to get out of the house. Um, and and now there's a question of whether the farmers, and I'm not talking about the small farms, Carrie. I'm talking about the right the farms that supply the world. That we need and the world um, needs. And they need a lot of workers during picking season. Right. And they're skilled workers. Right. I mean, you, you just, you, you know, you and I can't just go out into like a strawberry farm and be, you know, very productive. Right. I can do that, but, and it's fun. Um, but yeah, not as efficient. But, you know, and because you might know how to pick strawberries, that doesn't mean you know how to pick peaches. Right. Um, you know, you I, know, I do know how to do both. <laughs> I've done both. Um, now, so where are those? And, and if we, and if the farmers can't get those workers because of the coronavirus shutdown, you can't not get food to people though. Well, that'll be an are, issue. So are we going to open the borders and let those seasonal workers come in? No, I guess we use trained people, trained people here and there wear isn't, masks. Carrie, there isn't trained people here to do it. How many years have the farmers been right. bringing in right. the the farm the migrant help? migrant workers. Um, you, you know, you think they're not worried about this? Um, as well as, you know, it, you heard in, in the clip in the beginning, um, you know, President Trump saying, well, we're not going to. You know, he is going to stop the tariffs, Gary. Even though he's telling us he's not, he's going to have to. Um, you know, and I don't know which ones he'll cut or, you know, he's already cut. So, I mean, we're not, you're, he's not, you're not going to hear from him. Um, but, you know, it, it's basically the the tariffs are hurting U.S. manufacturers, U.S. farmers too much right now. Um, you know, and with everything else, you know. Well, that, we're all going to have to adjust. Um, how about auto sales? Um, biggest downturn since 2008. Hmm. Um, Goldman Sachs, Japan auto sales down by 22%. Um, well, yeah, if you can't, they don't want you leaving the house and you're uh, not worried about your finances. Nissan, you're just going to fix your car, yeah. not buy a new one. 30% decline in U.S. auto sales. Hmm. Um, not shocking. Now, you know, if you're again, not working, you're not buying a car. Um, now, again, you got to look at the ancillary businesses in mainstream America that that affects quite a few. All, All right. the people, um, the people that manufacture parts. And, you know, and I don't know how much sales tax is uh, collected on every car sale. But uh, quite a bit. It's, it's not, you know, de minimis. Um, you know, so, you know, it, it's now they will come back. Because eventually you got to buy a car, right? And I've so there's going to be a boom, you know, a few years out. Um, but you know, the point is, the, the <laughs> can we survive a few years out? In other I, words, I, I believe we will. I just well, think it might I, be well, very yeah. right. It might be very painful. Um, or that's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> In other words, it, you know, uh, now there's still some depression kids still living. Right. Um, my mother is one. Uh, my mother-in-law is two. My father-in-law is three. So I know three right now. Right, And we um, have some clients that are actually. And, you know, and that's from three different continents. That's from Hungary. That's from Chile. And that's from USA. And they all went through it. Um, and, you know, in the, in, and so is the, you know, the depression kids nightmare that they would see another depression in their lifetime 
actually going to happen? I say no. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, Carrie, that's why I keep you around. Cause yeah, so I, I just can't. Yeah, you have to be. Um, do what you can. I mean, that's how I tackle situations. You face a challenge and then you do what you can. Doing nothing never solves a problem. To me, you do everything possible that's in your control to stack the odds in your favor. Okay. So I don't care. I got so much in front of me. I don't even know where to go next. Um, well, if you were, if you were gonna um, build a model, a financial model that is you know a, a little bit less rosy, right? Than your, um, which is maybe a good idea. Your plan A. Um, all right. Well, you could do the ten minute plan, Carrie. Right. Mm-hmm. So you've you've all heard out there the ten minute retirement plan. It's basically the four percent rule, which we talk about on this show, you know, all the time. Um, and you know, Bill Benjamin's four percent rule, which basically is just a, a model, a financial planning tool that says, you know, what is a safe withdrawal rate when you go into retirement based on a certain set of assumptions, specifically what rate of return on investments that you're planning on getting, how the time period that you want your money to last. Benjamin used 30 years. Um, the uh, the amount of cost of living or inflation on the spending you want to build in every year. Benjamin used 3.5%. Um, and I said the rate of return, Benjamin used 5%. You know, 5% based on the time he was doing it back in the mid-90s. You know, uh, you know after his study of all the 30-year past here uh, period history, kind of came up with about a 50-50 portfolio designed to get about a 5% rate of return. Um, so we're all familiar with that rule. And the idea is, it, you know, whatever you know, whatever year you're starting in year one, and, and it's also, you know, remember, you're spending the last hour and the last day. In other words, if you had a million dollars, because it makes the math easy, um, and it was earning 5% a year, and you wanted to spend the last dollar and the last day in 30 years, Okay, um, the 4% rule says you take out 4% in year one or $40,000. And then in year two, you don't take out 4% of the balance. You take out 3.5% more than you did in year one. Okay, so you're taking out 42000 and change. And then in year three, you take out, you know, 3.5% more than you did in year two. That's what keeps the cost of living uh, lifestyle or maintaining your lifestyle in retirement because he built in the inflation protection, right? Um, now, and then if you follow that plan and get 5% a year, your million dollars would be approaching zero at the end of the 30 years. Um, so by the way, Carrie, what's your withdrawal rate in the 30th year? A hundred percent, right? Because right, you're, your last dollar last you're, day, you're spending it out. So your withdrawal rate, which starts at 4% in year one is a hundred percent in year 30. A lot of people don't get that concept. No, they think it's 4% each year. Right. Uh, no, the investment advisors right. love that. Oh, well, yeah. If you only took out 4% in forever. Um, now, um, and by the way, you would have spent uh, $2.1 million over those 30 years. I mean, that's what how much cash flow you could generate, you know, following that. Now, so we could talk about plan R, right, um, which we've been talking about for years. Um, and... You know, the idea with plan R is that you would say, okay, how would I modify Benjamin's 4% rule if I think that right now when I start my retirement plan that there is going to be a major recession? 
you know, the, the sequence of returns. We learned that in the lost decade where we had two 50% S&P drops, one in March of 2000 and then one in the Great Recession. And that, that derailed a lot of retirement plans, Gary, mm-hmm. because, you know, the, the, all of a sudden what they weren't doing was modifying the 4% rule based on a, an economic downturn in the early years. All right. So if you're going to be, if, so if you're just in a camp that says, okay, this is just, Mark, this is just a recession. All right. And I think it's going to be, you know, okay, so let's say you're 50, 50. All right. So maybe you're not down, you know, where the market's down, you know, year to date, maybe, you know, depending on the hour, you know, down, you know, 22, 25%, something like that. You're saying, well, I'm only 50, 50, right? So I'm 50, my money's fixed. So I'm only maybe down 12. So you would model and say, so in year one, I'm going to assume a 12% loss, not a 5% return. Right. Okay. Then maybe you're saying I'm going into a recovery, but I don't think the recovery is going to be long. So maybe I'm going to say 0% gain in year two. Then I'm going to say maybe, you know, by year three, we're coming out of the tunnel. So maybe two and a half percent. And then by year four, we're back to our 5% ongoing. And so you would rerun the 4% rule based on those assumptions, okay? Um, keeping the other assumptions the same, 30 years and 3.5% inflation on the spending, okay? Well, the answer comes out to be, um, you know, your, you know uh, your 4% rule becomes 3.22%, okay? Meaning you'd only be able to take out 3.22% in year one. Or about thirty-two thousand and change instead of the forty thousand, and so now let's say this isn't your only income in retirement. Let's say uh, you're getting, you know, combined. Let's say you're getting thirty-six thousand in Social Security. Maybe your spousal is half that, another eighteen. So under the normal four percent rule, you take the thirty-six plus the eighteen plus the forty. You're talking about ninety-four or ninety-five thousand to build your lifestyle. By the way, uh, Social Security has the cost of living increases as well. Um, now, but on the other side. Um, you know, if, if in plan R now, um, it's, you know, you still have the 36 and 18, you still have the social security, but now the 32. So now instead of being able to spend 94,740, okay, your new target for spending is 86,160. Now the cumulative spending is 1.6 million. What was it under the normal 4% rule? 2 million. So now you say, well, so what, what's the cumulative net spending decrease am I facing? Okay. And that comes down to about $443,000. So now you're saying, is that a big enough, you know, do I have to change my lifestyle in retirement or can I, you know, can I make up that 443,000? All right. Um, now some people can make that up. Some people can't. But do you know how you, what you, can okay. you make it up individually? It comes back to you and that's a great tool one of the things that we use to give you an idea. Now, another one would be, um, you know, the idea of, well, what about if you want to go one step further than plan R and you wanted to build a plan CVD? Okay. All right. Um, That's much better than calling it a depression. All right. So let me try to, you know, let me try to get some numbers there, Carrie, while you give out. All right. Well, regardless, it comes back to how it affects you, what you can do about it. We've been around more than 35 years helping people. You can schedule a free consultation by phone 
We're still here to help. You can give us a call and leave a voicemail. We'll call you back on Monday morning or contact us through the website at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. We lost Bill Withers this week, Karen. Okay. Um, 81 years old. It wasn't the coronavirus. It was the family reports. It was... um, Heart complication. Um, All right. So if you're going to build a CVD plan, you may say, okay, I want to go a little bit deeper decline. So I'm not going to assume, I'm thinking we're going to have a 50% decline in in the markets. All right. Um, So I'm not going to be down, my 50% is going to be down 25. Right, Gary? So maybe I'm going to mark a 13% loss in 2020 and another 12% loss in 2021. And then I'm going to say in 2022, we're going to have 0%. Then in 2023, maybe 1%. Then maybe 2024, maybe 2%. And then maybe, you know, you know, we're extending it out, the downturn. You know, and again, the idea that I don't know how long it's going to take for the Federal Reserve to get interest rates back up. So where the 50% of your fixed side is doing better than 1%. Mm-hmm. So you may be looking at, you know, uh, you know, on a 50-50 portfolio, the best you may be looking at over a, a depression type uh, uh, recovery, maybe two and a half percent a year. All right. So then you build that in for another. And then after those 10 years, then maybe you're back to the 5%. Okay. Now, so now what's your, your 4% rule Okay, um, now instead of taking out forty thousand in year one, you can take out twenty six thousand in year one. Hmm. So now your ninety five thousand dollars in target spending is now down to eighty thousand dollars or eighty one thousand. Now that's an eight hundred and seventy nine thousand cumulative less spending over the thirty years. Now is that going to affect your lifestyle? So again, now you go to, but at least now you're getting some empirical data. Say okay. What do I do if my plan's running too short? Well, now, are you going to go back to work? Are you going to cut spending? Are you going to look to try to take on more risk to get a higher rate of return? Are you going to finance your difference? That's, at least though, now we're talking possible solutions. Now, once we've identified the extent of the problem. All right. Call for a free consultation at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. 
Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.